Holly G with the Golf Insiders for this edition of Tour Talk. It was a big win for the U.S. team, winning their 12th President's Cup at Quail Hollow on Sunday. But Trevor Emmelman sure made you want to root for the other team. The super underdogs gave us quite a show with their uh, come back on Saturday and certainly some very compelling matches on Sunday, but it was too tall a task in the end. And the President's Cup uh, remains in the USA. And to break it all down for us, Bob Herrig from SI SportsIllustrated.com. Hi, Bob. Hey there. How are you? Well, Give me your uh, brief recap, comments, and um, you know your overall take from this year's President's Cup. Well, you know it, it 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 turned out to be a lot more competitive on Sunday than it looked like it might be. It's just a shame that they got off to such a poor start on Thursday and Friday. I mean, to be down eight to two, um, you know, it's just such a tall task. Uh, to overcome. I mean, especially against a pretty darn good U.S. team that had really two very solid teams. When you have uh, Spieth and Thomas, who went 4-0, um, Shoffley and Cantlay went 2-1. and I was a little surprised they sat them a match. Um, that's something we'd be second-guessing if, if it were closer, if they'd lost. Um, they actually sat them um, – you know, in a, in a format, they're pretty good at. Um, so, but, you know, again, and then you had a guy like Max Homa go four and a newcomer that stepped up, you know, that's, that's always been the formula for Europe in the Ryder cup is they have these guys sort of come out of nowhere, not nowhere, but guys that you don't know how they're going to do, you know, Francisco Molinari in 2018 was a great example. He went five and oh, right. You know, and you need that. And so the Americans had two solid teams. That's four players. They have a guy like Homa who plays great. Tony Finau has become pretty solid in these cup competitions. And you got Colin Morikawa, another solid player. So you've got like seven really good players right there that you can depend on. And, um, you know, the, the internationals, let's come on. They were depleted. I mean, to not have, to, to not have um, Cam Smith and, and, and Abe answer and, 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 and Neiman and, and a guy like Louis Oosthuizen. I mean, you know, just having two or three or four of those guys um, could have made a difference because, because you had some guys on the international side that just were, were, you know, newcomers or they, they struggled a little bit. I mean, you, you probably would have had at least one of the Canadians anyway in college in Corey Connors, but I don't think Pendrith makes the team if any of those guys are around. And he was 0-4. Right. And so was Connors, you know. Such a surprise. I thought really a surprise. Certainly Connors. I mean, I just you, – you expected more out of him. Um, you know, Sebastian Munoz was a bright spot. He sure only was. played three times. And Bazidenhut didn't lose and only played twice. You know, so um, – uh, the, and I guess you can also point to the fact that a couple of the big guns, you know, you really needed them to basically win everything. Matsuama and, and Scott, 
Right. You know, and, and uh, I think, you know, you know, Adam went two and three and Matsuyama, I think it was two, two and one, you know, you kind of need it to be four and one or three and two at the, at the worst. So they just had a lot going against them, but that doesn't mean it wasn't compelling. And Tom Kim was great. Oh my goodness. Think, Breakout and think, star. And I think he's going to be really good going forward. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of talks about changing the format or all that. You know, the only thing that I might do different is, is um, you know, to, to really kind of shake it up from the Ryder Cup. I, Craig Cannon on Sirius XM was talking about this last night, so I'm, I, I don't want to steal his idea, but he, his, his thought was to play, to play singles on Thursday. And, 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 and actually get everybody involved right away and don't put the internationals in a form in, in a hole because of the format, you know, and I think there is a way they could tweak it to, you know, to have, you maybe have singles on Thursday and Sunday, you know, and then, and just have, you know, l- less team matches or something like that. You know, maybe you have, you, you, you have, you know, two sessions on, on uh, Friday and two sessions on Saturday, but scaled down, something like that. But in any case, you know, I, I just think, I think the event is fine. It's, there've been some close ones. And, and I, another thing I always like to point out is when it's five points, it's not like five runs in a baseball game. You know, it's like, you can say, well, God, if we would have just held them, didn't let them score those two runs in the eighth inning. Well, yeah, you still lose by three. But if you take two matches, any of the two, two out of the 30, and you think of the ones that went to the 18th hole tied in the U.S. won. Well, if you take two of those and the internationals win them, instead of it being a five-point difference, it's one point. Right. You know, it's that close because it's, it's two you get and two they don't get. And so all of a sudden, it's, it's only one point. And that, that just shows you how close it could be. Five points is really not indicative of how close it, you know, it was, it was closer than that. If you look at the matches, it came down to 18, the international team didn't really flip very many of them, you know, the, the, and that's always been a problem for the U S at the Ryder cup. So, you know, on Friday, Max Holman went birdie birdie on 17 and 18 to, to win a point, you know, if he doesn't do that. Okay. Now that's one, that's one point that goes the other way. And, that's what it's all about. It's those margins that make such a difference. And, and in the end, the internationals just didn't get enough of those. Yeah. They, in the, in the first round, the foursomes, uh, the only real, you know, slam dunker was uh, the six and five by Cantley and Shoffley. I mean, all, all those others, again, if they had been putting, they being the internationals, same for round two, you know, you, Two and one, tied, tied, three and two. Like you said, the points really wasn't indicative of, of the play. Another part of these team competitions, which I think has become really you know, important for the players, you know, it's interesting to listen to Max Holmes say, you know, I don't really know a lot of these guys. It's a time where he's getting a chance to be in, in the room with uh some of these great players and have you know some of that magic rub off on him right you know it, it's there's something really special there for these guys yeah exactly i mean i think that's the big takeaway is is it they do come together i remember there was a time wondered if they'd be into this if they would buy in 
Um, and, you know, way back in the day, in fact, I, I quoted this in my, in the piece I did this week, um, you know, when, when the president's cup first started and during the first few playings of it, there was wide speculation that there might be a time where, or two where the, a couple of players would not, would not participate, even though they qualified, there was this sense that it was too much for the Americans. They were having to do this every year. They're not getting paid. They don't want to do it. Um, and I remember Lanny Watkins saying, you know, Hey, look, it's just a, you know, the PGA tour guys against a bunch of guys from Orlando, oh. and, you know, and there was a lot of, and, and look, he was, there was a lot of truth to that at the time, mm. but you know what? That's the idea of them never taking part has, has not come true. They want to make these teams are very, they're very intent on getting on them. They all talk about it. Some of the best weeks of their lives or their careers. They enjoy the camaraderie. They enjoy the team aspect. And, you know, the president's cup, you know, certainly here lately has helped the U S Ryder cup cause. There's just no way around it. I mean, obviously the U S has had phenomenal success in the, in the president's cup. They've, they haven't even been tied since 2003 and they've taken their lumps in the Ryder cup at times since then. Uh, you know, obviously in, in 2004 and 2006, they had their worst defeats ever, but, you know, really since that time, I mean, you know, the, it's the Ryder cup has been pretty competitive. I mean, I, for the U S obviously they won easily last year. It wasn't uh, a, a great showing in, in France a few years ago, but they had a chance the last day. And I think it's helped them figure out their pairings, continuity with captains and assistants. And these guys all love it. You know, for, say what you want about Tiger and Phil over the years. They always participated. And at the end of the day, they came out and said they really enjoyed those weeks. And uh, so, you know, here we are. I, I just uh, I just think it has a chance to get bigger and better. And, um, you know, let's see. Let's see it play out. Uh, guys go in slumps. There's international players emerging all the time. And, uh, you know, I, I thought those guys showed some great fortitude to hang in there like they did. It was very interesting to me. Uh, just a pairing like Sebastian Munoz and Sung J.M. You know, you wouldn't have seen that, uh, you know, 10 years ago, Bob. Just the fact that and, and seeing the four Korean players, seeing how excited <laughs> they were and exuberant. I mean, you know, for most uh, Korean players, they're very, you know, humble and, and, and very, you know, they really keep their emotions inside. I mean, this is, this was what to me was just really fun to see. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, Tom Kim was emotional. Sung J.M. showed how great of an iron player he is. Um, Sam Davis got the chance to play, you know, with his idol, Adam Scott. Yes. And Siwoo Kim, you know, playing against Justin Thomas, talked about how nervous he was. He said he was more nervous than when he won the players. And and, you know, I mean, so it shows what it means. I, I, I got nothing but respect for these guys. I mean, we sometimes get way too far into the weeds on this stuff, but it was good stuff. It sure was. So. We've got another PGA Tour event this week, uh, the Sanderson Farms. Uh, what, uh, what should we be looking at at Sanderson? Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see, you know, we got a couple of president's cup guys there, including the defending champion, Sam Burns. 
um, look, this is the place now where, where, you know, the, the push is on now the rest of the year, we've got eight straight weeks. It's kind of hard to believe, but we have eight straight weeks of tour golf that matter. Um, you know, that, that, that go all the way up to Thanksgiving. And, you know, these tournaments count as part of the schedule for the last time. It's a great chance to get a jump on the FedEx cup because now only 70 players are going to qualify for the playoffs. Obviously, if you're a guy that's worried about keeping his card or that kind of stuff, these events matter because all the points count the same, except for the majors and the, and the, you know, the world golf events, you know, you're, you're getting just as many points at the Sanderson farms as you, as you are Riviera. And so uh, certainly farmers and Pebble beach and, you know, Phoenix tournaments like that. So it's big, it's big time for these guys who are playing. I know, I know golf is going to probably go a little underground here for, for some folks Um, got a, you know, big event on the DP world tour this week. We've kind of gotten to that point now where if you want to disengage a little bit, you can. Uh, a lot of the big names might not be playing every week. And uh, so, um, uh, but still, it's very, for a lot of these guys, will be very important. And next year will be too, but just in a different way. Guys will be trying to keep their cards or, or you know, trying to improve their place in the, in the uh, FedEx rankings. So for, uh, if you're outside of the top 70. So still a lot, a lot going on. And, um, you know, the Sanderson Farms, long history on tour, you know, way back in the day, it used to be called the Mississippi Masters. It used to actually be an opposite event to the Masters. Oh, wow. And uh, now it's become its own week. And it's, you know, many times it's been an opposite event. Now it's got its own date. And, uh, you know, it's, it's had some decent players over the years. So now, this, you know, I think this is another good week for them. Interesting story, too. Um, uh, Argentinian player Alejandro Tosti qualified, Monday qualified to play in Sanderson Farms. Uh, He's 26 years old, been grinding it out in Latin America and on the mini tours, Bob. This is, uh, you know, one of those uh, great feel-good stories. Yeah, exactly. And... um we need as many of those as possible. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> happy to, happy to have that. There's been a lot of, there's been a lot of negativity these days and, um, you know, so any feel good is, is good. And let's be honest, there still are a lot of those. Sometimes they just get overshadowed. Played collegiately for the Florida Gators turned professional in 2018 has just been struggling out there said he had run out of money and had been spent the rest of the year staying with friends and family and an occasional airbnb and uh you know this is where you start to see the money that's going to go to the uh, rookie pros is going to make a big deal he said you quickly start to realize how much each shot costs those missed shots can add up at the end of the year and, you know, specifically, uh, you know, looking at uh, opportunity and the dollars. Absolutely. I mean, that is, you know, I think we're going to hear more of these stories, um, you know, and, and, and it kind of does get back to the fracture that's going on in the game right now. Why should somebody who is part of a tour, who has made his way onto a tour, um, have to 
face losing money to play it. It just doesn't happen in any sport. I guess, I guess in the minor leagues, it's, it, 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 it does. But if you make it to major league baseball, you're get, you're guaranteed, you know, what, $580,000 a year. That's, I think this is the minimum salary. And if you get sent back down to triple a, you know, you, you, it's prorated. Obviously at the lower levels of baseball, it's hard for them to make it, but we're not talking about the lower levels. We're talking about making it to the PGA tour and it's expensive. And so now these guys have all been given a guarantee of 500,000. Now they don't just get the 500,000 it's, it's against their earnings, but if they don't make 500,000, they get to keep it. And for a guy just starting out and trying to pay some bills, it's huge. Absolutely. Uh, well, he was there in spirit last week, but Tiger Woods was actually in uh, our backyard here of Orlando caddying for his son, Charlie, at the Nota Begay Junior Golf National Championship at Mission Inn Resort, Bob. Tiger was on Charlie's bag and he carded his career best of uh, four under 68. How fun was that? Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, I, I'm, I'm surprised Tiger let him be interviewed. I'm guessing it had to do with being, you know, Noda's event and it's a friend of his and, you know, maybe just being really proud of him. Um, but um, yeah, that's a big step up. I mean, I've been, a, I've been a little leery of the coverage of, of Charlie. That's, that's a tough one sometimes, you know. Um, he's not his dad and it's unfair to make any comparisons. You know, he's nowhere at the level that Tiger was at this age and, and nor should we expect him to be, but if he's having fun and if Tiger's enjoying it and Tiger's out there caddying, good, good for them. I think that's great. He's uh 13, Bob. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Growing up before our eyes and um, coming down the road here soon in December is going to be the PNC championship and Jordan Spieth announcing he plans to play with his dad this year in Orlando. Yep. And that's, that's pretty cool. That means Jordan plays in the event for the first time. And, um, uh, you know, I think we think Tiger might be there as well and JT with his dad. So good for him. Yeah. It's a nice little boost for the event. You know um, you know, it's, it's kind of evolved. It's interesting how it's evolved. It used to be that, that the major winner was supposed to play with, with his son. It was the father son, but now it's kind of evolved. You can just right. bring a relative. And I think that's great. It's really cool. Yeah. And uh, the defending champs will be John Daly and John Daly Jr. Uh, that was a lot of fun to watch uh, last year, but that'll be coming up in December at the Ritz Carlton uh, golf club here in Orlando. So that'll be pretty exciting. Well, uh, Bob, uh, we're wishing all of our uh, fellow Floridians to stay safe uh, over the next few days as we get prepared for this Hurricane Ian coming ashore. But uh, before I let you go, because there'll be plenty of people tuning into to this uh, Sanderson Farms championship over the weekend, who's who's your pick for Sunday? Yeah, boy, tough one. I mean, I guess it's easy to go with Sam Burns. Um, he won it last year. He defended a title earlier this year at the Valspar. So clearly he's in, he's got no issues with doing that. I actually thought he played pretty well at the president's cup. I think, I think Scheffler who, who did have a tough week, you know, 
let him down a couple of times. Scotty was off, you know, he was. Um, and I, I actually do think, you know, I didn't even talk about that earlier. I do think those two are a good pairing. They just didn't, they just didn't get it done, but that doesn't mean they wouldn't make a great Ryder cup pairing. You know, Scheffler had a great Ryder Ryder cup last year. So, I mean, when you throw those two in, you've got like, and, and Tony Finau and Morikawa, you know, not to get off track here, but that's eight guys with the other four. You've got four teams set if you want to go that way. You don't even have to think about it. If you're Zach Johnson, you've got it right there. So, but uh, that's why I, I, I kind of like Sam a little bit this week. You know, he's, he's, I think coming off having played helps. I, I, I agree. It, uh, I don't know. Uh, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to tune in if, uh, the power grid doesn't melt down, Bob, here in Florida, but um, we will uh, have a lot more golf to talk about as uh, we continue on here into the new 2022-2023 season on the PGA Tour. Once again, to all of our fellow neighbors, as you and I are both Floridians, stay safe, stay dry. We will be back next week. Thanks so much. Bob Herrick, SI.com.